another episode of Chris and Dave Rouncycast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, our very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love is Blind Series 3, Episodes 11 and 12, i.e. the final, Chris, and the reunion. So, where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, we were left on a cliffhanger on Episode 10. Was Bartiz going to say to Nancy that he was going to marry a Dave? And me and you both put our houses up for sale if this wasn't going <laughs> to fucking... If, if he was going to say yes. And he said no. And I've got to say, Dave, I think in these last two episodes, Bartiz got away with fucking a lot. He should have got a lot more stick than what he got. Mm. And he's a fucking bellend. And I know... And I, what I don't understand with Nancy is when he says no and, you know, the whole family's there, they're upset and everything, and, and she walks off and then he follows her. And obviously her mum, you know, fiery Latino lady, her mum's there defending her daughter and Nancy's giving her mum stick and then her brother. And then that wanker Bartiz turns around and says to her brother, it's your fault. And I was like, what? So, Dave, I know there's a lot to unpack there, but I was fucking fuming watching that. Don't don't disagree with any of that. I mean, we've said all along, oh, not all along, but certainly the last episode, you know, the last be- batch of episodes that we watched, and this one, Barty's just a dick, isn't he? Yeah, it's such a, a up his own ass entitled prick, and I don't know what his game was there. It's quite obvious he was going to ditch her. I'm looking at Nancy, and I'm thinking. Why can't you see what is right in front of you? Like, your whole family had had kind of been a little bit concerned, you know, and he he goes into that verbal diarrhea where he's trying to talk his way out of shit. And for someone like early 30s, I think she was 31, wasn't she? Yeah. She just struck me that she's just got a bit less street smarts and what it had me thinking chris i mean no idea but i wonder you know this previous relationship where she's had houses with her ex-boyfriend and stuff and they've built up that little portfolio properties um i wonder if it's like a high school sweetheart situation and she's not she's just not actually been in that many relationships because Fucking Bartiz had all the red flags, didn't he? And yeah. then she was still all in. And it just annoyed me that she was, because it was so obvious, like, she was going to get fucked over. And the only thing I thought about Bartiz saying the brother, saying it's all his fault, I, I, I just wondered, was he trying to, you know, um, was he just very, very conscious of how he looked on the camera? And so he wanted this more just one-to-one, heart-to-heart with Nancy, you know, and make it look really good for the cameras. And the brother's steaming in there. He's like, you're fucking ruining it. What are you doing? This is supposed to be, you know, this is supposed to get me loads more followers, you know, and people sliding into my DMs. That was the only thing that that made sense, because the brother was... I I thought the brother was pretty restrained in the end. I I thought, you know, he could lamp him one. But, um, yeah, I think, unfortunately, it just went exactly the way we thought it would. And, yeah, like I said, just disappointed that that Nancy was all in, really. Yeah, I'm with you. I I think that's the problem. It's like, 
Barty is just a narcissist, Dave. You're right. He's thinking of that after, you know, the image afterwards. How how is he expecting her family to react to humiliating Nancy? They, they had red flags from the get go with this guy, and he's like, "I'm all in. I love the girl and all this fucking bullshit." And that's what I've got a problem with the whole show, Dave. The couples who are together, you can see they're in love, whether we like them or not. The ones who say they love each other, but they're not together. Don't fucking believe that for a minute, Dave. I think mm. they love them in the context of the show. And because and, they're with them so intensely and, and that. And they've got no choice but to sort of discover a relationship with them. But I'm not buying it. I thought, I, honestly, I know we're going to talk about Cole. But I thought Bartiz was one of the worst of this fucking show. I thought he's an absolute prick. And his attitude to Nancy. And he's like he's almost like blaming Nancy for the whole thing. You know, and any, everything he's done mm. has been sketchy. He's just, I mean, the, the age thing ultimately came back to bite him on the arse, Dave. Because he's not interested. He's not at a stage to settle down. He's purely done this, like you said, for Instagram and fame. Which we know... That's what pretty much 90% of these reality stars do, or reality TV personalities. I I, I was just not disappointed. I was expected, and I was just like, wow, you are literally, you will dig yourself out of a hole by blaming everyone else. But again, Dave, great start to the episode, if I'm being honest, because I was sat there messaging you going, fucking, have you watched it, Dave? Oh, my God, and I'm sending you, like, memes out of the eyes, like, and you're like, you bastard, I can't see. Watch it till later. So I thought you started off well. So, you sent me something like, have you watched it yet? And I'm like, no, no, I haven't had a chance. Is it good? And you're like, no, no, pretty average, really. <laughs> but there's something about it, even if it comes a... Oh, you bastard, it's good, isn't it? And you sent me like, the kind of, maybe. How <laughs> like, oh, fucking hell, I'm tied up with work. So, um, yeah, no, it, it was a good start. Um, and, and I... Almost that episode eleven didn't really get to that same height, I didn't think, because that was that was the biggest blowout, wasn't it? And then I I guess we talk about the reunion a little bit after, so I'll keep my powder dry on Bartice in that. But the next couple, Chris, was Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what, Dave? I, I, I do take back a little bit what I said about a dad. Um, you know, I called him out. He's obviously protective of his daughter. The, the very rich man. She's led, led a very privileged life. I didn't like his dialogue, as I said previously, about you know keeping in this lifestyle she's accustomed to and all that crap. Um, but I, I do think that the tears and that were sincere, Dave. They weren't Andrew levels of tears. Obviously, we'll talk about that. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. But yeah, it, it went how it is. But I've got to say, Dave, I don't know what it is. But these two, and especially in the reunion, we like to say we'll get to that. They're very fucking smug for me, Dave. It's like mm. we've got our shit together. You know, follow us if you want help on your your you know advice on your relationship. I just I don't know. I, I, I came away from episode eleven and twelve thinking, oh, you two deserve each other, and I can't I can't honestly put my finger on why, Dave. But there was just something unlikable about the two of them. Once they got to that stage, it seemed to think that they were better than everyone else. Yeah. And I think you used the bang on word there. I think smugness. I, I think just the pair of them come across as being incredibly smug. And to be honest, Chris, I think. How do I put this? Like, when they walked into that massive fucking room with uh, all of Alexa's clothes, <laughs> I, and it just. It's just a different life. And I can't relate to it. And, you know, I I was thinking when they walked into there and 
like he's saying, well, there's some room down here. It's like, well, no, that's there's not room there because I need to, like when I'm looking at my clothes, like I'm sort of, I need the room to, you know, move my clothes to the side. And it was just like, oh my God, you have led such a privileged life. Like, again, I just can't relate to it. So considering all of the conversations with the dad about, you know, she's grown up with this, you know, particular lifestyle and, you know, I, I just... I was out on this couple. I just sort of bored of them. And like you say, the smugness from both of them, it's like, yes, we said yes to each other. And we have all of our shit figured out. We don't have any issues whatsoever. And, you know, we can tell everyone else how it's done. And, yeah, I just... It's crap, isn't it? Because you should be invested in the couples that actually work out. But yeah, yeah I, I didn't like him, to be honest. No, no, me neither. And then we, we get Dave, which is probably going to be the, the main talking point of these next couple of uh, minutes. But Zainab and Cole, and we get to the altar. Obviously, Cole thinks there's nothing wrong. We've seen his behaviour, his childish, silly behaviour all the way through this. But I did say in the last episode, I'm not a fan of Zainab either, Dave. And I think... I think in context of what's happened, so so ultimately she says no to him, doesn't she? And she tears him ostrich. He's like, can't believe it. We've got the tears. His friends are there and everything. A little bit naive of him, really, Dave, considering some of the things he's done and said. Mm. You know, the bipolar comment a few weeks ago was fucking terrible. You just don't say that to somebody. Um, not in it, well, especially on a TV show. He didn't. He didn't come across as a joke or anything. It was just a very. It seemed to be his way of getting out of an awkward conversation, but. I've not. I don't like Zainab as well, Dave. I don't know what it is about her, but mm. I just think not that she's overreacting because we're not with them twenty four seven. But there's just something off about her whole delivery and all this, and and there must have been other things going on. I mean, they do allude to that, which we'll get to in the reunion, Dave. I keep building this up now, though. Like the reunion's <laughs> going to be this big thing, but I don't know. I just I, I think it was the right decision. I think he's rather silly to believe that was ever going to work, but she really is. Um, venomous in a analysis of it all, Dave, and I think that's where I, I was a bit uncomfortable watching it. From being honest, so I I have to be completely honest here because I felt a certain way watching episode eleven, yeah, and I felt a different way watching episode twelve, yeah. So I'm going to speak to how I felt and how I saw it in episode eleven first, and then when we get to the reunion, I I. Spoiler alert, flip-flopped. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I understand but, why. But no, I mean, in in the last episode we discussed, and, and I said, look, I can kind of get it. If, like, you're trying to cook and stuff, and someone's fannying about firing a Nerf gun in the direction <laughs> of the shit that you're cooking, I would get a little bit annoyed, to be honest. Yeah. You know, so so I could kind of get it. So I think I empathised with Zainab a little bit more than you did. And when it was coming up to the decision, I was like, what she's saying doesn't make sense because she seems to be still all in. She seems to be like, oh, we've had these little challenges, but I still saw such an immaturity gap. Oh, oh sorry, such a maturity gap that it didn't make sense for them to, to get together. And some of the things, like you say, the whole bipolar comment, it, it was like, no, I think this this is not on. This is not a good pairing. They're just winding each other up. And 
I, I felt like, you know, the, the onus was on Zainab to say no. However, the way she did it, I, I use the word venomous there. I think that's that's not far off the mark. I thought, oh fucking hell, that's that's a bit much. It was it was as if she was tricking all of us to say, right, you know, I'm probably going to say yes here. But then when it got to it, she tore him a new fucking arsehole in yeah. front of everyone, and I was just like, oh fucking hell, that is rehearsed. That is not kind of that is not off the cuff. No one comes up with that shit off the cuff it is rehearsed and you have waited for this moment to really fucking give it maximum impact and so even in episode 11 i was like right it's the right decision but fucking hell that was a bit much you didn't need to do that and that's that's how i kind of felt about it in episode 11 yeah, uh, I think that's a great analysis of it, to be honest, Dave. And um, and we'll get on to that again, because it does rear its head in the reunion. But the last couple, Dave, is Matt and Colleen. <sighs> She's making a big mistake. We can't fucking ignore this. I can't ignore it, Dave. I think there's something off about Matt. Nothing's been addressed about his, his fucking behaviour, his aggression towards her and, and, and other things. I don't like him... And it's like, I feel as if, like, he makes the decisions for the couple and she just sits there looking so nervous. Um, I, I didn't think that they were going to go through with it. I was hoping mm. she would ditch him, Dave, because I don't think that is a good relationship. From what we've seen, anyway, they might be different off camera, but he, he, is, he is the dominant one in that relationship. And I think Colleen, from what we've seen on the show, up to episode 11, she's struggling with that, Dave, but she doesn't know how to say... Look, I, I need you to back off. I need to, so I don't know, but I just I, I thought of every couple who stayed together, these were the two. I was like, no, no, no. I'd rather have seen Cole and Zaynab together than these two. If I'm being mm. honest, Dave, that's not a bad shout, actually. Um, I was surprised, to be honest. She said yes, and I thought, what? What is your game? I mean, I can appreciate, you know, in in the quieter moments that that we don't see that I think, you know, he could calm down a bit and he could probably be pretty sweet, you know, in those moments. But we've seen that. He's a bit of a fucking bully, Chris. That's yeah. that's what we've seen. So I, I was just perplexed as to why they would stay together. I mean, should we use this couple to do our little crossover so we can talk about 11 and 12 and then yeah. that will get us into the reunion. So they say yes, Massively surprised. I mean, I, I'm not surprised that he said yes, because he he is that dominant personality. He is that bully. And I don't think he sees that there's anything wrong. And, I, you know, the way he speaks to his friends and stuff, I still find that weird. It's It's almost like he's got a massive fucking chip on his shoulder about what happened in his previous relationship. And he's not got rid of that. So he's got a bit of woman hatred in him and honestly when him and Colleen were having those conversations I I think I said on the last episode he looks he's like squinting at her and he looks at her like she's a piece of shit yeah like you know when he's when she's saying something that he doesn't agree with he looks at her with utter disdain and that's why I thought, you know, he needs to get over his previous shit also said on the previous episode you know that's one side of his story that he's telling there. What was going on in that relationship before 
uh, you know, the, his other half ran off with another bloke. You know, maybe it wasn't all sweetness and light and came out the blue. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. And I think I've never seen someone so unhappy on the reunion sofa as Colleen trying to convince us that she is happy. And she looks like she was just made to be made to sit there, Dave, and, and go along with everything. Because I don't know, she looked behind her eyes. She looked really sad, Dave. And and I, I really felt sorry for her, if I'm being honest. I mean, I know they, they brought up the, the Cole conversation, which didn't help, but I just felt that she was there and she, cause, because she had to for the contractual stuff with Netflix, but also the Matt. And, and when she was trying to sort of justify how happy they are, I don't think she smiled once, Dave. I just felt really sorry for her. She genuinely had that look, like she's being held at gunpoint, didn't she? Yes, yeah. I mean, she didn't look happy. Um was trying to say all the words, was trying to go through all the motions, project that she is happy, but, you know, tapping out SOS in Morse code. Um, it, you know, I, it just came off. Again, the words and the actions that they use are trying to lead us to believe that everything's great, you know, and, and they're happy now, and they had these little wobbles and stuff. Christ, when the stuff came up about that interaction with with um, Colleen and Cole, it was almost like, oh, fucking hell, I'm going to pay for this when we get back later. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's yeah. like, I, I don't know, she's made the choice. But that said, Chris, in, in the reunion, you know, the, the one thing he did say about Colleen was, you know, how hard she works and how much he admires that. Sounds like she's working all the time so they don't actually see each other so you know maybe if they had some more uh intense time together you know maybe that one will fizzle out a bit quicker because i just don't you know they've done it for the reunion but i don't see that lasting for the long period but um you know he said she gets up in early in the morning to dance and then she does a job and then you know she's dancing in the uh, in the evenings as well, you know, practicing and stuff. So it's it's one of these things. It's like we always say we love Arnold, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm a ballet dancer. All right, does that pay the mortgage? Is it? No, no. <laughs> no I have a job as well. <laughs> yeah, full time job. And I, and I think you're right. He did sort of praise her uh, off the back of that, and he he sort of defended it, saying she did tell me everything that happened in that conversation. Because when you watch it about that conversation with Cole, I do think it was Cole forcing that conversation. Yeah. She just said, yeah, if I saw you in a bar, fine. But she didn't She didn't go, you know, if we were in a bar now or if, you know, or, or, there was no, it was not like she gave him any intention to say, well, you know, I regret getting with Matt. So, no, you know what I mean? It was more on Cole. And I mean, talking about Cole, Dave, I was really uncomfortable in this episode. You know, I've not been a fan of the lad at all. But it seemed to be open season, and I've got a massive problem with Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Mm. I think the fucking shit as presenters. She is fucking yeah. terrible. And, and they just they both are encouraging everyone to go at Cole. I'm not saying he shouldn't be held accountable, because he's he dug his own uh, hole at times in this, this show, without a doubt. His silliness, the, the lack of like respect to Zainab at times, some of the things he said is terrible. But I felt really bad for him because I actually felt Bartice treated Nancy worse 
but he seems to get away fucking scot free, really. And Cole seems to get the the venom of every single person on that. I mean, when Brendan started, Dave, him and Alexa sat there like they're they're the fucking presenters next to fucking Nick and yeah. Vanessa. I was like, they, and they purposely did that. They did that with the last reunion in series two, and them two there, like you, I'm going to nick your saying, Dave, fucking pair of Bertie big bollocks. They sat there like they were fucking <laughs> running the show, like they knew better than Nick and fucking Vanessa. And they, they were like, Brendan starts having a go at Cole. I'm like, who the fuck are you to fucking have a go at him? You know what I mean? Like, what where, what are your credentials, you fucking dick? You know what I mean? So I, I was completely off them to at that point, Dave, because they seemed to sit there like they were on the fucking, uh, the Iron Throne and they were better than everyone, even more than what I said previously. It really pissed me off with them too. And I was like, you pair of bellends. Nice Game of Thrones reference there. I like, like it, that. Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, oh, you speak to me there. You know I'm a massive fan. But um, so yeah, I I agree on Brennan and Alexa. Also agree on the the presenters. Fucking rubbish, rubbish. And she, I, I don't know, Chris. I'd, I'd like to check the uh, evidence on the back seat of the toilets. You know if there's any any substances there. But so overly dramatic and expressive in conversations when it it doesn't really need to be. It's like, look, we saw you a bit in episode one. (laughs) We saw you a little bit when you're out. This is the best gig in the world. This is fucking better than the Love Island gig, Chris. Yeah. You just literally show up a couple of times, and then that's it. And then, you know, you offer absolutely fucking zero insight. You're right didn't hold Bartise to account. He fucking got away with murder there. Didn't hold Matt to account at all. But it seemed to be, because we were having a go at Cole, let's all fucking lump in on that. Now, Cole said some shitty things, but I must admit, in this reunion episode, it got me thinking a different way. I, I You know, we know he's come up from a, a very religious background and everything. He's still... A young lad. I'm not making excuses for him, but I was entertaining the idea that some of the clumsy things that he was saying, like he was saying, like you know, when the, he was going back and forth with Zainab, and he was saying, "Oh, you're crazy," and that's when Brennan jumped in, wasn't it? And they're saying that that's mad, you know. Well, that's just a different word for crazy, you know. I was thinking, well, maybe, maybe this is like a learned behaviour. Maybe this is just how he thinks people communicate, and it's not. But it just came across to me that he was just a bit naive and a bit shit with his words. But there didn't seem to be anything malicious about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's yeah, a yeah. difference okay. between really, you know, intending to be really hurtful. And, you know, that's not to excuse if you're really hurtful clumsily either. But it is a little bit different, isn't it? And I just felt, you know, there were some other people there, like, say, Bartice was very deliberate about the choices of words that he made. Let, let, let me put a pin in uh, uh, Cole and Zainab. I'd just come back because you were, you were talking about Bartice. Right. Yeah. The bit where I was just actually, you know, like, fuck off, Bartice, right, <laughs> was when Nancy was clearly still very, very upset. She's not over it yet. I don't know what the time period is, by the way, between the last episode and the, the reunion, but it seemed to be quite a bit. And um, uh, What's her name? The, the Vanessa. 
SK and Raven. Oh, SK Raven. Raven. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, Who's that? Because yeah. <laughs> she looked so different, didn't she? I don't know if her hair had actually grown that long or maybe it was just straightened because she had it curly before. But I, I genuinely, I thought, she looks so different. Didn't recognize her there. Um, so so it seemed to be quite a bit of time that had gone past. But she's still not over it. And she's like, well, you know, it came out. You were clearly with this blonde uh, you know, you were in the background in this photo and you were clearly together and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, so why are you acting? Why are you asking about my sex life? Yeah. You know, and it's like, <laughs> wait, no one asked you that at all. <laughs> like, you're just proud. You actually want to know. You're like, yeah, totally had sex with that blonde <laughs> that you're on about. And it's like, oh, you fucking prick. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I was like, he, he's saying like, well, what's got to do with you? This is how I cope with things. What? You go and cheat on your fucking wife. What a guy. You know what I mean? Even if we know it's part of the show. Dave, I was with you. I was like, you are a narcissist. And he blames everyone else. This is what I'm saying. I was so annoyed. Barty should have got fucking absolutely thrown under the bus by every contestant on there. But they were all that. They were scared of him or something. Nobody but they thought, tell you what, let's go at Cole, who, you know, him and Zainab didn't work and he said a few things, which are not right. But, you know, it wasn't what Barty's actually did a physical act against his wife. And Nancy was more interested in having a pop at Cole than she was Barty's. Yeah, she mm. was upset. Maybe she was over it and she's just like, I can't do this anymore for her, for her own mental health and her own well-being. She probably thought, I just can't bring this up and and on the show maybe but it didn't come across like that it looked like she, she was going to forgive him again and he's just a dick an absolute dick I'm so glad that Raven didn't pick him and I was wrong about Raven I've said that a few times and I'm glad they're still together SK and Raven but fucking hell Dave what, I mean great little bit of drama because Sam's watching it going oh, it's, not, it's not very good for you and I said yeah but it's mm. it's, it's, it's sort of validating what we think of some of these fucking players within the show for me. I think, you know, Bartiz's stock, I mean, online, online he's called Fartiz, Dave. Oh, really? Yes. It's <laughs> 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 so, so quite appropriate because he's Sometimes the simple ones are the best. <laughs> yeah, they're the, ones, they're the ones, Dave. He does, yeah, anyway, but let's not go down that route. I, I thought Chris, with, with the haircut, he was going for a Barty Simpson look. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I always say to you in these views, I love when they go full on fucking celebrity, don't they? These people, yeah. you know, they've got a platform. They know there's going to be millions of people watching it and they know that straight away. When the show hits, they probably go to bed and go, right, it's released in the morning. And then they fucking jump 10, 20,000 followers. And all of a sudden they're selling fucking hemorrhoid cream on fucking Instagram. Yeah, this will get rid of your piles. I've used this. Look at my teeth. Yeah, look at this. I've had my fucking nose wax, you know, and all this. This company helped me get in shape. You saw that sort of stuff straight away, do Because I've said this before. I said this a few months ago. It's fucking unbelievable on our reality, uh, CD reality cast Instagram, because everyone we follow who's been on all the shows that we've we've uh, reviewed over the last and watched over the last couple of years is fucking selling something, Dave. It's like a fucking infomercial of them. There's no genuine person behind it. Everyone's selling either teeth whining, fucking gym programs, protein shakes, fucking you know hair products, tattoos, wh whatever. They're all selling shit on there, and thousands of people are buying into it. So. 
that's why they have this career because it's fucking nonsense. Honestly, I just love the, the the reunion. Everyone's totally changed from the start. The naivety of it all is just gone, and they're just proper invested and in, and all think about what project they can get on next. I think so lucrative though, isn't it? God, it's yeah, a lot of money in it. So yes, <laughs> you can sort of see it. it's like all right, I like like a dick on reality TV, get myself 50,000 followers and, you know, do an advert and get paid 10 grand for it or something. You know, beats getting a real job. So I think the problem is with some of these programs, and and this is why when when they get later on into the seasons and people realise it's popular, people realise you can get following, you seem to get more and more influencers and less people who are actually there to take a chance because you know so many of these reality shows you could go on one and it might be shown you know at fucking midnight on channel five or something and no one cares about it whereas if you get on a show that is quite popular you know and there's precedent then they know okay if i get on this you know i I can have a right following so I think in this particular season, season three, I think you've got a few, you know, people who are in there for their profile, Bartiz, and other people, Nancy, who are in there for an actual relationship. Yeah, yeah, and you can see that you can see the, the clash, can't you? I mean, Dave, I've got to say, I mean, I'm calling out Nick Lachey and. His fucking joke about Andrew was terrible, Dave. And the fucking cast there are trying to laugh, going, <laughs> but when you watch Andrew's VT again, what the fuck was he thinking? If it was me and I was going to put some tears on with them t- eye drops, I'd have just said to him, can you give me a minute? Gone off camera, put them in my fucking eyes, and then come back and gone, right, I'm, ready. I'm just really upset. It's the fact that he's smugly laughing, I think, and yeah. it's all over Twitter. I've seen it about six times on, on my timeline <laughs> the last two days. It's the greatest video ever. Everyone's like, this is the greatest reality TV clip ever. And it's when the tears come, Dave, and they're fucking streaming. It's absolutely class. I'll absolutely, And they're like, he's declined to come on the show. No fucking shit. No one's ever going to believe anything this guy does ever again. Because <laughs> you threw him under the bus. But the problem is, you know, all of these people, you know, they see behind the camera, you know, and and we always call out when it when it's really obvious, you know, that something's set up and fake, you know, the, the multiple reshoots, you know, because you can't see a camera, but you're like, well, you know, when people open doors and yes. stuff like that, that's yeah. the most obvious, isn't it? But, you know, Andrew's obviously, well, I know this is so uh, set up and everyone knows it. And so, you know, I'm so clever. You know, I'm just going to, I've got my eye drops. You know, he's fucking, Chris, he's been to the shop. He's got himself eye drops for this moment. (laughs) You know, it's not just like an off-the-cuff one. So. yeah, it's not as if he's had to, you know, um, just do it off the cuff and said something stupid. He's been to the fucking shops to buy himself eye drops for his big moment here. And then, you know, he's sort of lost himself a bit and just forgot that uh, on camera, I should be aware that they can show fucking anything. And you know what? Even though the shows know it's all fake, even though the shows know, you know, and, and probably coach people coming in and say, look, your life will change, you'll you'll get its following and whatever. I think, you know, to actually be so blatant, they obviously didn't like it. 
you know, no. don't you? It's okay for us to mock our show. You fucking don't do it, sunshine. So under the bus you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, I know you said before <laughs> about uh, putting a pin in Zainab and Cole, but I'll tell you what I really picked up on straight away was they were talking about this night, weren't they, where the girls were there with the strippers and they're there with a the fucking yeah. rodeo. And, and Cole went, you should fucking slinging dick and fucking all this stuff. <laughs> but made me piss is when they said, well, you just went afterwards, we know you did. And they asked, did you not see when they asked Brennan? And he shit himself, went, oh, well, I was 20 shots and fucking fingers deep. That's not right. an excuse, Brennan. Where the no. fuck were you, pal? You were up to summer as well, did you snide? Oh, he was definitely caught with his pants down there, Dave. I was pissing myself. And, and then Alexa just seemed to accept it. Go, oh, yeah, yeah, he was levered. I was like, oh, wow, wow. Well, that's... Well, well, can we talk a little bit about SK and Raven? So, I agree. I mean, I, I, have you ever blacked out, Chris, through, like, drinking too much? I mean, I, I can think of one wedding in particular where we were doing shots and there is a bit of my life that I just do not fucking remember <laughs> at all you know and uh but it's it's usually from for a, you don't forget the whole night there's just a, a little bit you know there's a little bit of time usually for me I say usually like it's every fucking Friday night it's not it's just one one wedding but it it's like when you should be asleep so you've had way too many fucking shots and uh, you know normally you should be asleep so it's, it's past 10 o'clock chris um yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's like midnight one o'clock something like that and and it's just gone the memory is gone it's just you know you finish at the pub and and then you're back at uh you're waking up in the morning with a fucking thumping hangover um you don't forget going to places no fucking way. So Brennan was absolutely caught out there. But yeah, again, not held to account. We just, we just skip over that because we're busy laying into fucking coal. But um, um, SK and Raven, I had a, a strong feeling that these two were still together, you know, even though the way they'd seated them and everything. And, and I think even before the episode, they said, you know, one of our couples is still together or something like that. I was like, it's definitely these two. And so I, I think, I, again, I was glad with that. I, I, I think, and I should go back and listen, but I think I said in the last episode that even though they said no at that time, that I felt I was still kind of rooting for them. This, this was the one couple I, I would say that I probably was still rooting for. So I was quite happy to be honest when they, you know, when it was announced that they were still together and giving it a go. I agree, Dave. And I think out of all of them, they look the most genuine. There's, there's proper passion there. There's love, you know, and I know that Vanessa Lachey said, she went, Oh, we've put you the furthest away from each other, but they're still together. You know, she looked stunning. He looked uh, really cool in all his, his uh, traditional gear, Dave, the, the working through it. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I'm really, really happy for him. I think um, it's one of the bright spots. And I think out of every couple in here, I'm going to go on record now, Dave, reality radar, that they are the ones that have got more of a chance than anyone. I think I really do. Yeah. I really yeah, do. Yeah. So, so I'm really pleased. I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's unfair to sort of skate over their conclusion because that's that's really really good and it's nice. It was actually a nice part of the reunion, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but Dave, 
let's get it's, back it's, to we, go on. I know, and and the the whole premise is to obviously find someone in these shows, isn't it? But yes, that's all I've got to say on SK and Raven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm here for the fucking drama. So, um, so let me let me go on. I, I've got a little bit of a thing where when, when it all happened and we get to this bit, don't we? And Cole's like. So Zane, I've seen to him like at one point near the end, going, "I really, really, I loved you. I love you. I, I'm, I'm so happy. And if we did it again, I'd do it with you." And he's like, "But you've just fucking said, you know, you don't. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. But you don't like me. Why are we together? You've ruined. I've done this. I've knocked you down. And why would you still want to go through that if I'm the, the, such a yeah. bad person? And I think he's right. And." I, I fucking hate to say this, but I also think what Bartiz was right. The problem is Bartiz is such a cock. I was like, you have no, um, no, you you really shouldn't have an opinion on this. But he was sticking up for his friend. If it had been anyone else sticking up for Cole, I'd have sided with him and gone, he's right. But because of what he'd just done with Nancy and, and the whole thing, I was like, oh mate, no. But I just I, I felt. I must admit, I've got, I've got to be honest here, Dave, because I know it's very polarizing online. It's, you have a in. With Cole or you with Zainab? I was more with Cole at the end, Dave, and I, mm. I don't know how that happened, but I felt sorry for him. I didn't like the free for all. I didn't like the pile on, and and I felt that he was like, "How can you say all this stuff about me, but still say you would do this all again with me? How does that work?" You know, mm. and he was like, "Release the tape, Dave." It was almost release the Snyder fucking verse again. <laughs> release the tape, release the tape. You know, if it was that bad, I want people to see. It. And he apologised to her quite rightly and he said I'm really sorry some of the things and he apologised to everyone in the room and it still didn't see, feel like it was enough for all these people which is so bizarre considering Bartice had got away scot-free it was so yeah. weird at and the Matt. end what sorry and Matt and Matt you know, yeah sorry and Matt I'm not just totally calling not, Bartice not fucking held to account at all and, and yeah. you know again that's why they're fucking presenters absolutely fucking useless no fucking clue whatsoever um yeah, I mean, it was it was hard not to feel sorry for him. And, you know, what started to kind of change my mind was, or, or, or change my mindset, was the way everyone was laying into him. And it was like, it was like a puppy who's pissed on the rug and doesn't know why they're being shouted at. You know, it, they don't know what's, what they've done wrong. And a lot of what he was saying, like you say, was was right it's like hang about i'm so terrible the person you're describing is a real piece of shit right and that i don't think that was me that's that's kind of what he was saying and it's like it doesn't make sense if i'm as bad as what you're saying now you know so god knows what you've been saying to the other girls because all the girls were plus brennan were, were willing to jump in uh and stick the boot in that person doesn't deserve to walk down the aisle. It doesn't deserve to get that far. So it was like, oh, this this is a bit weird. And then he starts to fucking lose it. And th- and like I say, it was like he he doesn't really understand. That I'm not absolving him of any blame with that fucking bipolar comment and the fact that he is just so immature. But that's that's just him at that time in life. You know, it's just a bad fucking pairing, really. Um, you know, and they chose each other, but then you see, well, say, well, well, Zaynab's supposed to be the adult of the group, <laughs> the pairing, <Yeah. laughs> but, um, but then 
So, so I'm already feeling quite sorry for Cole, and I'm feeling quite conflicted because up until now in the series, I've I've mentally sort of placed my, most of the blame with the failing in the relationship at, at his feet. Whereas I think you were kind of looking at it equally. You know, they they both got their issues. I I don't think I particularly like Zainab, but I I could see where she was coming from. And the things that she was saying that had happened, you know, you could see why, well, Christ, if he's, if he's done all this stuff. And then it just got weird, didn't it? It's, that's when he said about, you know, again, I, I feel like it was a clumsy use of, of words because he's saying that's crazy. And, you know, everyone's like, no, 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 that's mad. No, 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 that's the same word. But they were genuinely saying a version of reality. And one of them was lying, Chris. That's yeah. where it was. So, and I was like, well, fucking hell, I wonder, you know, which which way is this? Because it, it's not a case of, you know, one person saw it this way and one person saw it another way. It seemed like just a blatant lie. And, you know, at, at the end of, as the episode finishes, then I'm like, well, fucking hell, I wonder, I wonder which way it was. But, I was already kind of feeling sorry for Cole, and I thought it, it was—I thought it was vindictive. I thought it was vicious, venomous, all the V's, Chris, um, of Zainab. Just the way she went about it, it was like she wanted to make him suffer. You know, for, from the uh, tearing strips off him on the aisle to to the reunion. Now she did say, like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it all again." Again, fucking weird comment. It's just, it makes no sense. But um, then it gets Chris. It's like the, uh, uh, you know, like the end of Endgame or something. Oh, no, Endgame didn't have a credit. End of a Marvel movie, credits roll, and then it's like, oh, fucking hell, we get a bit of an end credit here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole fucking Clementine story is unfolding before our eyes. Now, this, Chris, was almost like watching The Sixth Sense. It was almost like that moment for Bruce Willis where he was like, oh, shit, this is reality. Or, I don't know if you've seen with Emily Blunt, a girl on a tra- uh, on the train. No. You know, again, you just see this version of reality is different. And I don't know, I'd love to know what you made of this, but it seemed like, even in the conversation... Cole and Zainab were having different conversations. They were speaking at cross-purposes. And honestly, I could find zero fault with what Cole was saying. You know, but the way in Zainab's mind it seemed to get twisted, I was like, mate, you've dodged a fucking bullet there. (laughs) Seriously. Because... She's saying, oh, she's having a couple of... Uh, she's saying about, oh, she's only had a banana. And he's like, you've only had a banana? Like, why? You know, he seems genuinely worried about her. Why would you only eat a banana? That's not healthy. That's not normal. And she's like, well, are you saying I shouldn't eat a banana? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. That is, uh, that is dangerous. And, and so... All of a sudden, it's like, ah, shit, she's a fucking unreliable narrator. You know what, Dave? That's a brilliant way to put it, unreliable narrator. I think think they've shown this 
purposely. Like you say, we never get end credits on these. It's usually Nick and Vanessa, whoever's the host. Right, see you later. We'll see you next time. That's it. Done. And you never get this. I think they realise they've made a fucking massive mistake. I think they've made such a mistake that they it wasn't the whole truth that we were being told and, and everyone sided mm. with Zainab. You don't put that in there intentionally for no reason, Dave. I think it's because they felt bad when they were editing the reunion, how everyone went at Cole and how... And, and like I say, there's, there's definitely justification in some of the comments made to Cole, without a doubt. He's got to be held responsible. But he apologised. Whether people believe it's apologised, because I've seen that online, people saying whether it was a phony apology or not. Them tears were real. Whatever we think. You know what I mean? I'm not saying they were Andrew <laughs> tears. They were, they were genuine tears. But... If someone makes a mistake and they apologise, unless it's fucking horrendous, that person learns from it, that person becomes a better person. Out of this show, Cole's going to learn more than anyone, I think. Bartice isn't, Zainab isn't, you know, Matt isn't. These, these people on, on that side, that I, I don't... I really, really thought Zainab was in the wrong at the end of the day. When I watched that again, I was like, he was talking about going to the UK to see a family. And he's like, well, you know, UK, um, it's cheap and it's a fly internal. And she was having none of it. And I think she checked out. She might have checked out because of his behaviour previously. And she's going through the motions because of the show. That's fine. She knows there's an end goal. She knows she's got to get on that... Um, down that altar and say yes or no we knew she was going to say no and maybe it's just that maybe she was just like he made a skin crawl and she's like I really don't want you near me I just I'm not interested it looked like she didn't give a shit and it was a a really weird conversation but that has been put in there purposely in my opinion to balance out what's happened to say actually Cole wasn't the fucking bad guy they were both as bad as each other if I'm being honest so yeah I was well off the Zainab train at this point Dave and I was like I don't know what's going on here I, I really can't understand how we've come to this conclusion because also if it was such a bad thing why would he, why did he keep saying show the video you know like show the video you know and if he's in the wrong then he's got all his hands up and say you know what actually Zainab's right I was a dick I apologise, I can completely understand where she's coming from. But, like I said to you, her saying she would still go through the fucking experiment with him, absolute bullshit. And then this, for me, I was like, no, you are a baddie as well, Zainab. So, yeah, I'd, great end to the, to the show, Dave, but really left me infuriated. And online, my God, it is literally 50-50. There's a lot of people going at Zainab and a lot of people going at Cole. And and, and it's it, we never see that on a show like this. And it's not it's not a massive thing, but it leaves us, like you should always say about like maths, maths UK is still fucking running. They're still all arguing and <laughs> kicking off on social media. I think this one's going to run and run. I don't think Zainab's going to let this go uh, as easy, Dave. Uh, probably not. I mean, all, you know, indications of a personality, you know, she probably wants to stick the knife in. And, and I saw a comment, there's someone posted up that, you know, Alexa was saying, well, I'm not apologizing for anything. You know, I was defending my girl and it's like, well, yeah, that, that pretty much, I, I would have guessed that. So, you know, from what everything we'd seen. But I'll be honest, Chris, for me, this was almost a bit of PTSD. That from my fucking marriage, to be honest, and I was thinking, "Fuck, was I Cole?" <laughs> <laughs> Firing nerf guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think I was, but um, you know, you know what the in particular really struck a nerve with me was that whole conversation about the wedding. 
Because Zainab, and it, it, it fucking irritated me, right? And I, I, I'm going to speak at two purposes here because I'm sort of speaking about Zainab and I'm also speaking about my experience. But it's like, no matter what you say, there's a fucking negative to it. It's like, oh, well, you know, fucking hell, if we, we, we could win the lottery here, we've got five numbers, we could win the fucking lottery. Yeah, but we'd have to pay tax on it. So, you know, it's like, yeah. it, it, just everything is a fucking negative. And that whole conversation is like, you know, we, we, should, uh, we should have another wedding, like with your family. Yeah, well, you'd have to do it all over the place. There's no way, they're, they're scattered all over the world. You know, it's like putting an obstacle in the way, being fucking negative about it. It's like, well, you know, and he kept on it. It's like, oh, it turns out they're mostly in fucking England. So, yeah, let's do that. And it's it's as if she was putting the, the fucking hurdles in the way for him and just being so fucking negative. And this is why I say, Cole, it's a fucking bullet dodge because that shit is draining. Because you're constantly trying to keep things on the positive, trying to suggest things, and they're just being shot down. And probably even more than the fucking blatant lying, Chris, the fucking lying, uh, was, was that conversation about like where they could have that second marriage. Because it was just like, Cole is fucking really trying there. And you're just being the one who's negative about everything and, and just, you know, misrepresenting what he's saying when you're speaking to other people. So, you know, when you're speaking to Nancy and Alexa and, and probably Raven as well, you know, you, you're just painting this picture of this absolute fucking bastard. And they're like, oh, like, oh, I can't believe it. Men are all dicks, aren't they? What a fucking arsehole. Um, but you've just fucking misrepresented him. So, yeah, I, I thought it was... It was a really interesting point for, for the producers to even put it there. But just the, the, the psychology of it, that it was just really, really fascinating for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree because me and Sam were watching it and I was like, and then it come back. And you know in the ones where you've checked out and fucking Nick and Vanessa are just going through the motions, giving you the fucking, you know, the, the see you later or whatever. And then you follow them where you look up and you go, oh, there's more oh here we go you know so so yeah it was it was and maybe they've got to be consistent if something like this happens in other seasons they've got to do the same if there's things there that they think oh actually we've made a mistake it felt like this was edited on after the final edit had gone to netflix and they were like hang on we've got a revision let's Mm. just put this in i don't know i don't know on that but dave we've had a great email from anto again it's completely invested in this show, so uh, it's a great email. So, Hi guys, hope this email reaches you before this review, uh, before you review this week. But if not, no worries. Just thought I would share my thoughts about the last two episodes of Love Is Blind. I think we can all agree the biggest surprise of the last two episodes was seeing that SK and Raven are together. It does show that you, just because you don't get married doesn't mean that the end of that's the end of the relationship. I also thought these kinds of shows give the feeling of like it's been an absolute and in real life relationship, and that's not the case. I'm happy to see Brennan and Alexa doing well and they have had the smoothest journey as there wasn't any real hiccups. I have to say, I found Brennan being very smirky whenever Cole was talking quite and quite rude. Mm. But then again, that could be because he knows all the things Cole has said. I wouldn't be surprised if he told Alexa everything Cole said as he gives me that kind of guy vibe. I'm so glad Bartice and Nancy didn't get together for Nancy's sake. I think Bartice wanted Nancy to say no and when she didn't, he knew shit was going to pop off. 
I did find it very questionable when they were talking after she said no at the altar on the steps and he was trying to throw it back to her as to why she now has to cut her feelings off. It came across very gaslighting. I don't think Bartiz was right for the show and his explanations were weak as fuck. I think he would have been better off on Too Hot to Handle. Very good point, actually, there. (laughs) I was really confused as to why no one sort of pulled Matt up on how he reacted with Colleen, especially Nick, as he's always has something to say. I couldn't help but think as I was watching the show to Colleen look like she needed help there, which is what we said, David. You know, Mm -hmm. I completely agree, Anto. Lastly... Zainab ripping Cole a new one reminded me of that one in The Simpsons when Lisa tells Ralph she doesn't like him and Bart (laughs) plays the slow motion of his heartbreaking lol that the end of the scene about the tangerines was like a Marvel end credit (laughs) which you said Dave (laughs) I've been watching people's reviews online and it's so polarising as it can be seen in so many ways does Cole lack emotional intelligence? Yes do I think he and Zainab were never going to work? Yes but I don't think based on the video Cole was trying to tell her but, sorry, but I don't think, based on the video, Cole was trying to tell her not don't eat because of weight. Because he even asked her why she'd only had a banana. But I do mm. think that the video shows how, if you have seen insecurities combined with someone who feeds into the insecurities, comments like these are just a recipe for disaster. Granted, I think there is so much more to this story, and always the truth is somewhere in the middle. Really enjoyed your reviews on the show, and apologies again for a long email, Anto. Never apologise, Anto. It's a great email, and a, a, a pretty similar to ourselves, Dave, on um, feelings there, but really enjoyed that. You know, I was just thinking with our Love Island discussion, I, and you made the call out for another co-host, you know, if I just <laughs> fucking up sticks and go i think you might have found one there you know because <laughs> <laughs> he's come up with a lot a lot of the points and i should really read these emails before but yeah um i think he's pretty much on the same page with with everything that we said there i think yeah. um great email yeah cracker thank you for that anto so dave massive thank you mate um thank you to everyone who's come with us on love is blind journey it's the end of the series now we've only got love island australia going at the moment and that's how it's going to stay i'm not going to throw anything on us we've got another four episodes of love island australia to come next week i think we're we're on episode nine to twelve or that yeah something like that next week so Thank you, everyone, for sticking with us, guys. We really appreciate it. If you do want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And if you do want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast, please get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. Get over there and join. And as always, thank you, Charlene, for running that and moderating it for us. So today's roll call of honour is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Lou Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Katie, Libby, Joanna, Jacqueline, Brianna, I'll get there, Dave, I'll get there, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. It's really appreciated. Oh, Dave, that's one more series out of the way, mate. You can take the Chris Phelps voodoo doll and, and the one you've got in my shoulder, which is dodgy at the moment, you can take that out now, please, because that's one less um, thing for us to watch. So. <laughs> that was a nice snort by me. Um yeah, well, you can take your fucking pin out of my back then. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know when you read out that that list, I, I still every time I, I'm just in awe. I'm just, I just so appreciate everyone who supports us either through Patreon, which is fantastic, but everyone who listens, everyone who subscribes, and everything. I, I still, I, I'm still gobsmacked that people want to 
listen to us and, and come along for the ride. So absolutely brilliant. And thank you much to you, very much to you, sir. And thanks to everyone out there for listening. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. <laughs>